Welcome to the Akiyama Brothers Song Screen Podcast, where two film composers from Southern California talk about the music in film and theater, how the score helps tell the story, and other matters related to film scoring. Hosted by Mark and Landon Akiyama. Find out more at AkiyamaMusic.com. Hi, Mark. Hi, Landon. How's it going? Pretty well. How are you? I'm good. That's good to hear. So this is our second episode recording in the same room together. It's so much easier. I know. High five to two in a row. For any of you listening, I just high fived myself because even though we're in the same room, he's like all the way across the other side of the room. Yeah, he's but way too hard. Anyway. He's, I just tried to air five Still him. five. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so for this episode, um, it kind of didn't work out the way we thought it would. But so this is like a half episode. We're going to talk about some of the stuff that we saw this past week. It's going to be really short, but we're actually getting ready to hopefully do Hopefully, if everything works out, we're going to be interviewing some of the cast members from Once the Musical, and they're doing that down here in San Diego at the Lambs Player Theater. In Coronado. Yeah. So we're hoping that everybody's schedules line up so we get to do that, and that would make for a really, really cool episode. So that we would be releasing that next week, Monday, the 18th. Yes. So that's why this episode is going to be a little bit shorter um, we're still going to talk about some really cool stuff, some shows that we saw, a movie that we saw. We'll talk about it briefly and cover some stuff. But um, Yeah, but we're really trying yeah. to make next week's episode really exciting and entertaining for you. Yeah. So I'm actually really, really looking forward to it. And if we're lucky, we'll be able to film it also on on their stage with them. So... Uh, yeah, if you're not following our Instagrams, you should definitely start following us because I mean, that's, it's going to be really cool. It's not every day you get to be on the same set as an award-winning Tony musical with a great cast, great directors and get yeah, to we see saw it. it over the weekend. It was, it was really good. Yeah. I was really smash it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's been a long week. I'm very tired. Yeah. It, you look tired, Mark. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we did we did we were uh downtown a couple of days this week filming some stuff yeah we for got a moment mm-hmm. uh if we've mentioned this before we use moment lenses on our iphones to um record some of the behind behind the scenes videos we make for the podcast and so what's actually really cool yeah we might as well just start talking about this now yeah yep yeah okay so what's actually really cool is um so I, I like did a review for the moment lenses and stuff. And then somebody emailed me from the company asking if I wanted to join their ambassador program. So I did and we got approved. So what's actually really cool now is we have a link for to give you that um, gives you 10% off of your first purchase for moment. So that includes like their lenses, uh, the case that you need to connect the lenses. They have a bunch of other accessories that you could use um, for phones and mobile photography and um, videography and stuff like that. So you should definitely check out Moment Lenses. They have a really clean website. It's easy to follow. You'll be able to find everything. Um, and that that link actually also, if you use the code that you get when you click on our link, it actually helps us out a little bit too, which is really fun because it's kind of like we're sponsored, sort of, Landon. Yeah, so we'll put the link in the show notes and if you follow that link and you use the coupon code welcome to the fam 
you will get that 10% off. And like Mark said, it will help us out also. Yeah. A little Um, goes back to us also. Yeah. And that will go directly into this podcast to help provide you more entertainment. Yeah. And then, so what else? What else? What else? Uh, Oh yeah. This past week. And was it this week? Maybe a couple weeks ago. It was this week. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, one of these weekends, it's all mushing together. It's only because you're tired, Mark. Sorry, I had to burp. I had like a glass of wine. Oh, we're going to cut this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, now we're drinking on the job, huh? <laughs> Keeps me smooth. <laughs> it actually wasn't very good, so. Yeah, he had to put sparkling lemonade. No, no, just don't tell them that. Don't sparkling tell them lemonade that. in the wine. <laughs> you don't, don't pay attention. Ladies then, and gentlemen, this is a classy guy that my brother just is. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Yeah, so we saw, no, I saw um, Avenue Q over the weekend. Um, it's playing at New Village Arts Theater in Carlsbad. A couple of my friends are in it. Um, Jasmine, she plays one of the Bad Idea Bears. She was really funny, really, uh, this, this is going to sound mean, but I mean annoying, but that's like what the character is supposed to be. She fulfilled the character's <laughs> it role. It was great. It was great. Trust me. It was awesome. And then uh, my other friend, Gerilyn's in it. She plays Kate Monster um and she she actually told me she listens to the podcast so hi hi there <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah it means a lot thank you so much it sure does yeah um yeah so that was a really awesome show they they're still running um so if you have a chance to go see it and you're in san diego or you're local um definitely check out new village arts um uh, avenue q uh it will definitely be worth your time it was really funny and just awesome awesome Great job, everybody. Um, what else? The other thing we went to go see was at Arclight. It was a movie. Yeah, that... we did a lot this week. Holy cow. Yeah. Busy week. Yeah, what did we see? We saw... Which only happens once. Not quite the theme, but it, we went to go see Solo. Yeah, if it wasn't clear. <laughs> um, it wasn't as bad as I thought. I'm just going to put it out there. I heard a lot of bad things about it. I know. Yeah. Everybody was saying it was me, me, me. It was okay, I guess. Yeah, everybody um, said it was saying like Disney is losing their pizzazz, which, well, that's another dis- discussion. But for this movie, it, I wasn't, liked it. it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Maybe because we went in with low expectations, but I actually really <laughs> liked it. I thought... That's one way to always enjoy a movie. Go in with low expectations. I thought Donald Glover was actually really good. I was surprised by him. He... This was the one movie where he didn't annoy me. That's mean, Landon. Sorry. <laughs> he I, he's in the new Lion King too, I think. I know, but No, but uh, yeah, like he he um his mannerisms and everything emulated really well the uh what's his name? Lando Calrissian, mm-hmm. Billy D Williams. I thought like I was convinced that was him if he was younger. It was pretty good. I don't know, it's um, just that I didn't like him in Spider-Man Homecoming and I didn't like him in The Martian. The Martian? Yeah, he was in The Martian. Oh, I liked him in The Martian. Matt Damon. He was the smart tech guy. Yeah, he was the one that figured out how to bring him back home. He's like, hang on, boss, can you get me more coffee? I'm working. Anyway, um, yeah, I like the movie. And I actually, so as far as music-wise, uh, John Powell did the music for Solo. And they, I thought it was a really good, fresh take on Star Wars. the Like the traditional orchestra sound and like the typical fanfare stuff that you normally get with the star wars movie um i guess because it was a star wars story and not exactly 
Star Wars, Star Wars. Um, they had more liberties, liberties that they could take with the music. So I actually thought the direction that they went with it was really cool. Um, there was one part where it felt kind of like Avatar sounding with um, really percussion heavy and like drums and um, was it strumming acoustic guitar, I think, or steel yes. strings, something like that? Yeah, steel, yeah steel strings. it was. It was really neat. Um, it was for one of the planets that they visited, but it was not the typical Star Wars sound that you normally get from John Williams. And I th- they did use the John Williams themes for a couple spots, like key moments. But what was nice is they didn't overuse those themes, and they came up with some really nice um, new orchestrations and new music, new material, and it just went really well with the story. There was more, also more of a story than I thought there would be. Woody Harrelson was, I didn't think I would like him. Because normally, like traditionally with Star Wars movies, they don't like to cast popular big name uh, characters. But for this one, they had like quite a few people. They had Paul Bettany, um, Woody Harrelson. A lot of people from HBO shows. Um, yeah, what's that girl's name? I forget. Amelia Clark. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Thandie Newton from... Ah, from Westworld. Um, from Westworld, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, so they, they had some big-name actors in here, which I actually liked what they did with all the characters, and I thought the story was better than people said it was. Yeah. It yeah, was directed by Ron Howard, so I think he did a nice job with it. Yeah. He came on later, though. Yeah. He was not originally the director for it. They had some troubles, I think, and then yeah. he came on later. So I'm not sure exactly how much of it he like redid or reworked or retooled or anything like that. But the story felt cohesive and everything and it didn't feel like they were in trouble with it at all. Yeah. In the end, he made it work pretty well. Um, There were a few things in the, in the beginning that it seemed like they were trying to cover up for old plot holes in the latest trilogy, like the force awakens and the last Jedi. Uh, One of the things we mentioned this before. Yeah, one of the things was the dice. Yeah, I don't know why you're pushing the dice thing so much. Yeah, like in the, from the very beginning, Han Solo, he has these dice that apparently come out of nowhere. We don't know their origin story. We don't know really what they mean, but then he ends up giving them as good luck to his girl. She gives it back, and then she leaves him, yada, yada, yada. And just like this little trinket that they tried to weave in to the whole story make it seem like those that item the dice had more of an impact in the last jedi yeah it just feels like they're kind of going back and trying to add more meaning to it even though the movie is already done exactly i don't know anyway that's not really for us to talk about well another thing that i want to talk about is in the falcon they gave the falcon a steering wheel now you're now you're just getting picky but yeah i know i know what you mean well to Star that, Wars yeah. fans, this stuff means a lot. In the originals, there's no steering wheel on the Falcon. Um, what is it? George Lucas, he forgot to put his steering wheel on. So, like, what is it? Um, Harrison Ford was all like, yeah, I was just pushing levers and pulling levers. And I don't know. Yeah. Just making it look cool. And then, and then it seems like in this movie, they made it a really strong point to show two steering wheels. One for the pilot, one for the co-pilot. And they yeah. did that twice in the film. Twice in the whole in the whole film. Okay, okay calm down. Take it down. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> and I was like, no, you totally messed with the Falcon. That's not how it's supposed to look. So everybody, unless, 
Well, I guess one way to justify it is, oh, that's how Lando configured his Falcon. But then maybe Han Solo took those steering wheels off when he won it from Lando in the card game. I think you're thinking about it too much. Everybody, we we now know who's the bigger Star Wars fan here and more of a stickler for things. Well, the devil's in the details. How many times do I have to say that? The devil is in the details. Even even J.J. Abrams purposely left the steering wheels off the redesign of, of the new Star Wars the new, movies. Yeah, of, this, of the Falcon in the new Star Wars movies. Mm. He did that on purpose to match the original trilogy. And then it seems like this director, who just, well, you know, we're going to fix this. We're going to retrograde everything and take a few steps back and actually put a steering wheel on it. And I was like, what? No. No. Okay. Okay, I'm done. That's enough about the steering (laughs) wheel. But the music was good. The music was really good. Powell did a really great job. It was fresh. It was fresh. It didn't feel as refined and triumphant as um, Johnny Williams, but I think that's what the story needed. Yeah, there were elements that kind of foreshadowed the coming Star Wars themes that would eventually um, become popular or become iconic. So this, I mean, this was like a precursor to Han Solo and like yeah. an origin story. So it was nice to hear some fresh music that you could tell would lead to John Williams um, themes, if that makes sense. Well, it made sense to me, and so I yeah. hope I... I mean, if you go see it and you, you happen to pay attention to the music, you'll notice what we're talking about. Um, or just listen to the score. You don't even need to see the movie. <laughs> um, Maybe go see the movie if you're, if you're a Star Wars fan, just so you can, you know, complete your... It was actually pretty good. ...knowledge about yeah. this world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though... They're completing it with the totally wrong information. Yeah. Well. Come on, Disney. Anyway, um, that's about it for this episode, I think. Yeah. So look for that Moment Ambassador link in our show notes. Also, if you haven't subscribed yet and you want to subscribe, please do subscribe to this podcast. Um, you'll Since we're on a now an irregular schedule, this episode is going to come out on june 11th the next one will come out on june 18th and then the net another one will come out on the following week of june 18th with is which is what date is that mark that is the 25th june 25th yeah so we're pushing so out three podcasts. episodes in three weeks yeah which is fun. which is irregular for us um so if you're subscribed to the podcast you will get those right into your preferred podcast player um when they come out yeah, and definitely. So, if you, any anybody does any kind of filming with or taking pictures with their iPhones or other um, Android phones or Google phones, the moment uh, they make cases and their their lenses work for for a variety of phones, so um, definitely check those out. They're actually really really good quality, made really well, and they just feel awesome, work awesome, and they have a, a ton of different lenses. So, yeah, just. Go check them out and uh, see what might work for you. Yeah, and actually, I really don't like cases on my phones because I think it makes it thicker. Um, especially for iPhones, I like the sleekness of them. But these Moment cases, they're made really well. Uh, and they have a nice you know, canvas back or, or a wood back if you want to opt in for that. I've got um, the wood back one, yeah. Yeah, Mark did. I think it looks tacky, but that's okay. Hey, 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 <laughs> I like it. 
But these ones, they're really well made, actually. And I like having it on my iPhone. And it makes, I think it completes the look. Um, does give it a little extra grip, something to hold at night and keep me safe. Yeah. And then so they have like, just example, they have a wide angle lens, which lets you see more with your iPhone, um, covers more. Uh, they also have a super fish lens, which lets you see even more. It's not quite a fish eye lens, but it's, it's so like, it doesn't look weird, but it's, yeah, the super fish looks really good. It yeah. has a field of view of about 170 degrees. degrees. Think of it. That's, you know, 10 degrees less than 180. So you're not, everything isn't too warped on this super fish. Um, so, I mean, it still looks great even just for normal footage. And you'll see some of that in my Instagram stories. And then they also have a uh, a portrait lens, 60 millimeter lens. And then they also just recently came out with an anamorphic lens, which squeezes a really, really wide cinematic picture. So if you want like um, really cool dramatic lens flares like J.J. Abrams does on all his movies, um, <laughs> like this, yeah, the, speaking of JJ the light Abrams. streak across the screen. <laughs> yeah, you can get that on your iPhone now with this anamorphic lens um it's really awesome and we use like for us we use the filmic pro app to record uh video on our iphones it lets you like change all the settings of your iphone and actually control customize everything um really nicely yeah um you can like manual focus and uh set exposure shutter speed uh, resolution frame rate the ton of stuff so if you really want to get into it um Definitely check out Filmic Pro also and the Moment Lenses, and we will put the link for that in our description. Yep. And please share this podcast, especially this episode and the following one, because we want as many people to go see Avenue Q at the New yes. Village Arts and also once at Lamb's Theater in Coronado. Yeah, Because definitely. these are really great shows, and if you don't see them, well, frankly, you're missing out. <laughs> yeah, so we're actually really excited to be uh, talking about a musical for the next episode. So, um Definitely look out for that, and we will talk to you guys in, I guess, a week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the Akiyam Brothers signing off. Thank you. Everybody for listening. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes. Bye. Bye.